You are now listening to the Vibes and Kinemile podcast. Hi everyone, you're listening to another episode of the Vibes and Kinemile podcast. On this podcast, we have interesting conversations with even more interesting people. And on uh, this episode, I am talking to the UGMSA president for 2023 2024 here. Mr. Grayson Tweedup. Nano Usumensa. Mr. Nano Usumensa. The 5th year medical student, he is the president. He's the president. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much. I'm honored to be on this podcast. I've actually heard a lot about it. Vibes and Kilewili. Yeah, so about myself. So, yeah, my name is Nano Usumensa. Actually, I have two other names. So, Nana Kusi Ampofu Usumensa. But <laughs> five news, but people don't really know. Yeah, um, fifth year medical student, I attended Presec Boys, Presec, the NSMQ in this. <laughs> number eight, yeah, we're on eight now. <laughs> yeah, faithful God, faithful. Yeah, so, yeah, and then I finished 2019. Okay, I also like to play table tennis. I play football too, but football I just play for fun. I mean, when the boys are playing, I just join. But I'm not on the class team. <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think that would be scaring me. I like to play games sometimes. Before I also like to play NBA, but that one I don't play physical. I don't play real life. Yes, on the course. <laughs> yeah, tricky. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't play with the girls. <laughs> Um, so you're UGMSA president, and um, we'll be talking a little bit about more about like your your election, the, the elections that got you into the office. Okay. So, but before that, I want to ask why did you decide to run for UGMSA president? Okay, I think that's a very good question. So, I think as far back as somewhere level 200, like when I then helped Frank Aigan to win UGMSA presidency, I think. I got I like the campaign, I like speaking to people, I like the policies you brought on board. And so it crossed my mind to run for UGMSA president, but that fell into the side. So I was just continuing my life. Then last year I ran for deputy general secretary because I wanted to work with publicity. I mean I did a lot of work with publicity sometimes shooting videos, revamp the committee. And then this year when the forms were about to be open, I was like, look, I've served in publicity. I've served as deputy general secretary. Let me try and serve as president. I believed in my capacity. So I was like, okay let me give this a shot i mean i want to try and lead the student association to the best of my abilities so i decided to then just pick up from size to run just so that i can serve the people and help lead them going forward yeah from my heart so um you spoke about campaign yeah now and then your campaign so, so tell us about your campaign like it was, it was very it's a very interesting that was yeah yeah so tell us about your campaign what was some interesting stories about your campaign what, what were the things what were some interesting things about okay i think the campaign period is interesting because you get to meet a lot of people and i think one of the things that maybe should i say it piqued my interest was how 
sometimes you would appear you are speaking to a lot of people you've got their attention and i'm just like wow so these people are listening to me they actually believe in my dream and i think it's a bit interesting but it's tiring because people are sad that at a, at a point they feel like whoever speaks to me more i may vote for them and so you speak to this person monday and tuesday and you leave them for one week and come back the next week but then someone speaks to them wednesday thursday friday and they feel like they want to go with the other person so that means that you must always be on your tools trying to reach different people you have to go to Legon to meet hundreds 200 some people will feel special if you come to their rooms rather than their class so we made conscious efforts we had for some people i interacted with sometimes i'll take their room number i'll take their halls sometimes when i get to Legon, call some people even on Kolobu campus we had a list of off-campus hostels so we visited various hostels visited Adoma, visited Sitka visited quite a number i can't list all of them but i think that sometimes people just felt special if they see you knocking on their door and i think it felt a bit nice but one other thing to also look at is the voter or electorate fatigue because people are tired i mean every day because they're pointing our block some girls when you knock on their door they'll just say if you're coming to campaign i'm not interested because i would go and campaign my opponent will go and campaign the people running for the other positions will go and knock yes as when the day you can get like four or five people knocking on your door and i think that yeah fatigue and people are also tired so at that point people can decide to do two things they can just tell you yes yes i'll vote for you so that you leave them or they can also be rude to you and be like i'm not interested but me personally i would appreciate those who are rude so that i'll know the truth really i know where i stand but if you keep telling me yes but you know deep down that you are not for me then i think that's worse so what did you learn about yourself during this process well one thing i learned about myself is that probably i if i set my mind on something i can do it because there were days i was tired i wanted to sleep i'll be like nah i have to get this done i think i also learned that i have uh, sometimes i have good control of the audience like when i begin to speak some of the words i use it captivates people's minds so even going forward like i just realized that oh, to me i think that i'm just speaking but people are actually interested and like oh what's this guy saying and then when you realize that once you take a microphone you do have a chance to make an impact so yeah now the election yeah 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 okay so i'll first take you through the first election day um one thing i'll say to anyone who's interested in running politics is don't fumble with election day like be intentional about election day and so even as election day as about 11 p.m the night before getting to 12 1 a.m i was meeting my campaign team we're drawing strategies that we have to go here at this time we have to go here this person must go to legon and then that was for an election that started at 8 the next morning so me i still had to be awake at by 6 go and knock on other people's door so that day was a very tight night for me woke up at 6 got dressed start knocking on people's doors and then i also had my team members going around but i think that the election day also brings another voter fatigue because the same people who came to campaign are coming to knock on your door and then come in vote for me again and then some people you have to resell the whole story oh, why should i vote on what reason should i vote and it's a bit dicey because the election the electoral commission they be like don't campaign on election day actively and you cannot disregard their rules so you just have to try and have a conversation just encourage them to vote and hope that they'll vote in your direction 
now as to why it got cancelled um so there are a lot of stories a lot of rumors i mean i won't lie well first rumor is people said that i had the ec in my palms i had the ec in my pocket and that i had hacked the software to put the votes in my favor <laughs> so they had to cancel the elections i heard that story a number of times people also said that my opponent was the one who caused the cancellation of the elections i mean there was a whole number of stories and in fact i did not respond to them we issued a, a communique saying that uh, we thank them for their support on the first day and even though they cancelled we we're not happy but we respected the decision and so that's what we did as a team but as what exactly happened so the whole thing is generally there's a rule on university of ghana campus that all elections should be held online by ugcs when you come to kolibu people have issues with their mail people have issues with this people have issues with that so most of the aspirants we spoke to the electoral committee that oh we want manual election for those of us here on kolibu campus and then maybe those on main campus they do online so that was what we thought and then we believed that the online was going to be held by ugcs that's what we all thought and on the day of election i think the electoral commission so they released a link for the level hundreds and we all see that it is not ugcs and we we're all surprised i mean but then further conversations with the electoral commission on that day he came to announce that ugcs said that they could not do hybrid so he was in a bit of a fix because I wanted to do online, but Kolebu will say they want in person. Now, for level 100, I cannot do in person. I want to do online. UGCS says that they cannot do hybrid. They might do full online or nothing. So he went on to contract a third party, and then this third party organized the elections for the level 100. So, in retrospect, I cannot fully blame the Electoral Commission because he had to find a good solution to the issue. But then, when this happened, I think the Dean of Students got found out that we were using a third party for an election. And she said that no way cancel the whole elections no manual no third party let's run through ugcs and i think that a lot of people have spanned different narratives but i don't blame them i think they were also fatigued because even after elections finished around 6 p.m we were all waiting to count and the news came out around 8 p.m so we we're all tired so whatever people felt was the truth they were spreading it and then they were like i'm tired in fact another fool told me that plain that also i'm tired why all this stress for just one election? I'm not interested anymore. But you must also recall that prior to that phase of election, the election was supposed to happen the week before. That's true. And then it got postponed because the electoral commission said something. So that was like the second time it was getting postponed. And people said that they were tired. But thankfully, on the last day, we were able to push in our last. I mean, if we got cancelled on that last day, it would have been hectic. It would have been difficult for us. Because most of us had to put our academics aside, especially for election day. Like on that day, I knew that I wouldn't go to class. And so not going to class twice simply to chase people to vote. It was tiring. But I just thank God that the second one held. So I hope this clears up any rumors. I won't say anyone was at fault. It was just the mode of operation that's what led us into this trouble. I hope um, most everybody has more clarification on why on the things that happened and why the things that happened Whatever rumors were you had heard, clearly they should they should clarify things. Yeah. Alright, thank you very much for that. Um for that. Alright, so uh your vice president. Okay. Uh what made you choose him? Okay. And uh how do you believe his leadership style? Because he also has to be a leader too. Yeah. Yes. Uh how do you believe his leadership style complements yours? Thank you.
yeah um so first of all just to give a bit of history joseph and i in the election i talked about where i supported frank he supported um now dr patricia so that was dr frank versus dr patricia it was a me versus him affair and we went head on like i'm campaigning he's campaigning then we had another slc election where i was supporting um prince asumedu he was supporting anabi and then went head on again so we had never really had a political collaboration it was more of a me against him me against him sort of and yeah but then he was also he also had demonstrated leadership capacity he was a class assistant warfare head and when he came to warfare the collection of dues giving out gifts hampers to people in the class i think he did a really good job and then again too he also served on the fgmsc he was the head of the standing committee on public health he also did a good job so i think that another thing that helped us was that we were from different sects i was from Pesek, mostly had a number of the boys boys he's from gsts but because of his leadership style he has a number of girls who admire him so as to how our leadership styles complement each other i don't know how exactly put it but i think they quite fit because i realized that whereas he is more should i say student only centered uh, more like goal oriented satisfying ensuring that we can meet management halfway and so sometimes um an issue comes up he wants us to do i want to do something a particular way then he reminds me that no i think this will be better for the student i'll be like okay charlie you have a point i think that we we'll actually go with him and so it's like two different perspectives we don't always agree i'll not lie but i think that we agree to disagree most of the times we compromise halfway it's not always that he wins or high wins but most of the time probably you may go with one's method but we will change something in it will change something that i think i really helped another thing that also helped me was that because he was on another side of the campaign almost always he also had his team who came on board to also join my team so i think that also really helped and then he was from pensa pensa is one of the most that's pensco students it's, an, it's quite popular here on kolibu campus i am from the seventh day adventist church my name is here and so we are not that many so i think he also pulled in a number of seniors a number of people from his church and they all came in and came to help our campaign the campaign helped the election yeah, so i think he actually helped well, like it's really, it really speaks to how both of you actually both of your leadership styles compliments yeah so other members of your team what also okay okay that's that's quite a difficult one i won't say i had a specific formula but because i ran election last year as deputy general secretary i had a number of people i had worked with a number of people i had trusted so i spoke to a few of them that well, i want to run again can you help me handle this then so i got my campaign manager that's edwin amponsa he also managed last year's own and um, we had been friends since presec now since form one somewhere 2016 even up to now so he was a bit helpful then we also had other people on board we had wendy family so one thing we had to do was we had to be strategic with the people on the campaign team so we needed to get people in every class who sell our message people in every block sometimes people in every churches and then even within the class we have factions so we have people who are more like let's say type people of a they maybe they go to church a lot they are more of the christian type so we need to get someone there we also have these people who also like to go out like to have fun you must get someone there who can sell for you because one thing about campaigning is you are the candidate you can do your campaign but you need someone who is their classmate to put in a word for you because truly people will listen to their classmates more than they will listen to you
okay okay yeah so we also had like various teams that we were working with and then i think they made the campaign a success so now you are president you've come I think it is it has not been easy, I will not lie. Because when you're outside you can easily say that I would advocate, I would advocate, I'll do this when I get to the decision making table. But it's not as easy because a lot of bureaucracies involved management so um, there was an issue in a particular class which had to do with the number of seats and they spoke to me about it so i rushed management that oh we have this issue what can be done about it I was like oh okay i've heard about this i've actually spoken to procurement see that they can do something about it and you get a response soon so with an answer like that i cannot necessarily ask for immediate solution i mean there's an immediate problem with new solutions but i'm being told that it will be worked on I've been told to work on then now the students don't understand that you have gone to see something they are like still the situation remains the same what have you actually done and their concerns are valid because they don't know they don't they don't know the background they don't know what you have done and sometimes it puts you in a tight spot because if you go uh, sometimes you explain to them that i went and that this was the feedback i gave but sometimes too it's not always that they are willing to listen so it's a bit tough but I think we had a bit of good news with that class more chairs were brought in and so i think the issue solved by itself but i think generally administrative processes are long that's one of our biggest difficulties and sometimes when it has to do with issues of buying stuff they be like procurement is long and i feel like sometimes or well, depending on the severity of the situation it is fast-tracked a bit but it's not always that you get it and you also have students always on your neck yeah, so I think that's mostly the biggest problem working with UGMS. Maybe another issue is sometimes the lecturers or the staff see things from a different perspective. So one thing we have been trying to work on is trying to get results emailed. So I think a few years back results were being emailed, but now they are being pasted. Uh, we've had preliminary conversations. They are not looking. I cannot go into the details here, but I mean we've had conversations that are looking like management is considering them but they have not given us a full go ahead so every day we meet them we try mentioning it and they are like they will look into it they will work on it but i'm hoping that at least by the time we leave office even for anything we could have been able to get back to the emails because i think that helps relieve pressure as compared but that, that Okay. Okay, you definitely have to do something about it. Uh, speaking of campaign promises, uh, how long was your manifesto? How many items? 
So it was a big long. We had a number of items. I think I'll say some around ten items. Ten items. Ten items. Sure, we promised an internship hub, promised a scholarship committee, promised Dare to Dream. That was a mentorship program still in the pipeline. We also promised that we would fix the washrooms, pristine places. We had another promise that we will refurbish the summer huts. We had another promise that uh, we are going to look on expanding Wi-Fi connectivity. Yeah, we had another promise about academics. We wanted to introduce MOOCs and then um, partner with Osmosis for a number of things. So those were a few of our promises we made. Achieve them. How much of your manifest, given everything you've done, the administration, seeing the bureaucracy involved, just dealing with UGM situation, how much of your manifest would you you can realistically get done? So I think that for this, we can break it into, should I say, soft and hard promises. So when I say a soft promise, a soft promise has more to do with... um, like paperwork like organization something like the internship hub that was one of the things we've been able to do it's just about writing letters sending it following up so we can get that done the scholarship committee we got that done the dare to dream we are looking on getting that done so for the soft projects that don't really involve physical structures those are the soft projects we will be able to get almost all of them done and when it comes to the hard projects like the washrooms because the washroom is a physical structure if you have to change you might require buying at a summer hut i think those ones may pose a bit of challenge but also within that right looking at how best we can offset some of the issues so i'll give you a prime example the bathrooms are not in the best shape um some of the shower heads are rusted and all that if we want to wait for management to change the whole bathroom maybe a long process so probably what we will do as an association is probably change some of the shower heads at least the water flows will change the the pipe handles like those little little ones they don't cost that much and they introduce some shower curtains so we may not have done so much but at least it offsets a bit of the difficulty so you can instead of maybe for the ones that we may have to procure full toilet seats we'll still battle it out with administration but for the toilet seat covers those plastic ones that some are broken and stuff like that as an association maybe we can get those ones so to be very honest the physical or the hard promises may be a bit more difficult given the bureaucracy involved but i think that i'm hoping that we can get them done so are there any projects from previous administration not just not just the last one okay okay so i think that uh when it comes to projects the ones we are continuing one of them is tokrom i think a number of years last two administrations they decided to make the park green so football was on hold for some time the park has become green now we move it to water to do a lot of stuff so i think tokom is being continued then the previous house also wanted to do a tree house project that looked like um cementing some areas where they are trees and introducing food stores that's also something we are looking at doing then the various projects that's like the first eight boxes first aid training we'll continue that and again to the driving school to we'll also make sure that we also continue that so I think there are a number of projects that we are continuing from the old house. Alright, um, so what would you, given everything you have working on, you're working on, and everything your administration is 
what would you like with uh, the James? Because of the costumes, about like what they should expect, you know, just what makes sense. Okay, so um, I think you should watch out for a lot of fun activities. I mean, not just fun. This is DJ message. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very tough bar to, I mean, even reach the same level. Because last year, last years have been top top. And it puts a lot, it puts pressure on us so that we have to... Yeah. Yeah. I see. So it puts pressure on us, but this year promises to be more exciting. Oh yeah, I'm promising them so they should just get excited. Now we may also have a bit of um activities we may not have had before. We are looking at having a UGMSA leadership series. So that one we are looking at probably at least twice a month we get some renowned doctors who are leaders to come and share their life experience with us, speak to us. We are still considering contemplating between online or in person. But I think that's what going to be one of our nice policies. Then again, this December we want to have like a basketball competition also a football competition probably an upon checkup and just basketball just to i mean we don't want to make it look like we have to wait for ugms a week before we have fun maybe just some minor minor things come and distress come and have fun i think that people should be expecting more of these during the year yeah that yeah. sounds very very interesting and um if you're listening hey we will have big plans but last but not least what would you want to do? Legacy, that's a good one. So, um, legacy. So, I think basically two things. Um, want our first legacy to be that we are closer to the people, that people who have concerns can voice out, they can speak to HMS executive, and they'll get solutions. We don't just want to be doing things into the air that don't affect people. So, we are looking at becoming closer to the people. Then, another second legacy you want to look at is maybe the hard project so probably the summer hat and maybe if you can renovate a number of the reading rooms and the tv rooms but there's the management is maybe a bit lame but we are seeking external sponsorship at least if not for anything at all if you can change some of the acs in the reading rooms change at least one tv room renovate a bit i think that will be a big facelift i mean we may not necessarily have to put our name on it or even pass by they remember that oh it was during um ugmsa 2023-2024 this reading room was worked on the summer heart was refurbished like these are real things we are hoping that they can be our solid legacies for some years and some years to come because i think that leadership is not just about occupying the position but it's, by, it's also about doing something that will touch the lives of people and people would really be grateful for so i think that's what we're looking at in being our legacy all right and thank you very much oh thank this you has been fun has uh, been quite educational like that i really wish you the best i really want everything that you are planning to go well because as i said it would only make yeah. the lives of university of dynamic our students better and it would like it would only make the school better because once once student life improves it goes out people would want to come i don't understand why they don't they don't they know that everything is it's a cycle yeah like, if student life, if this, if student life is good, yeah, more people will want to come. come. But you know what? That's not yeah. my business. Okay. Uh, but thank you very much for coming to the podcast. Is there anything you want to say? Uh, last things you have last words. Okay. So um, so my last words basically just two main things. I want to encourage people to step out of the comfort zone. 
I want to encourage people to take on co-curricular activities. I mean, I'm super proud that there's a doctor who runs a podcast. You get it? And it shouldn't just be about books and academics. I mean, when you come to the school, find a niche you like. If it's sports, if it's the church, if it's politics, if it's leadership, if it's like doing something unconventional. We had musicians here. We have people here. Like, I just want to encourage everybody that, I mean, the academics here is not easy school. But I think that we should all just try to find something additional to do. And another thing, probably to the younger classes, I want to encourage them is service. So today I'm UGMSA president by God's grade. But when I started out in level 100, level 200, 300, this wasn't my main goal. I think I was mostly just bent on helping other people. I helped Frank on his campaign and I went on to help Yaira. So like I was just like being a good person, just trying to help them. And then as you help people too, you sort of learn things on the job you build competence so i mean people should also try to attempt to serve people work with people learn from people and i think that would really go on to help their lives last but not the least school will not kill you <laughs> it won't so yeah wonder yeah i think yeah i think that's basically it so yeah and then they should help at the egmsa help them should be cooperative let's attend events let's have fun as an association we are here for you guys so you guys should also be here for us i think that's basically all i'll say for now all right thank you very much so ugms my brother has said um thank you so much for coming on the podcast i uh, would like to tell people where they can find you or if they want to reach out to you personally or they have to come to the UGMS office, UGMSA office. Okay, thank you very much. So I think you can reach out to me probably if you don't have my number. I'm in all the class groups. So sometimes occasionally I send messages and then my name is there. You can always send me a text, give me a call. My doors are always open to you. Not just say UGMSA president, but just want to see me have a conversation with me about their welfare, about anything. I'll be glad to answer. Yeah, so I think that's basically it. You can also reach me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is N Osumensa. So just N Osumensa. You can give me a follow. I'll follow you back and then we can have conversations from there. So I think, yeah, you can reach me on these handles. Thank you. All right, Sally. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate this. This has been another episode of the Vibes and Kelly Willie podcast. As I said, we have interesting conversations with even more interesting people. And today we spoke to the current UGMSA president for the 2023-2024 academic year Mr. Nanaowusu Mensa uh, thank you very much for doing this again and uh, don't forget to follow the podcast on all social media platforms on Instagram it's Vibes and Kilwili Podcast on Twitter it's at Vibes underscore N N for Nigeria Kilwili so it's Vibes underscore Kilwili just look for Vibes and Kilwili Podcast on all social media platforms and you will find it so don't forget to drop a comment tell us what you want to tell us uh, what you think about the episode what you'd like to hear if you have any questions directed to the ugmsa president you can reach out to him directly and uh you can reach out to us to also get back to him also all right thank you very much this has been the vibes and killer really podcast peace out